up? Thanks for joining me today. I feel like this is like a little phone call and we're just checking in and I'm telling you what's going on with me. I just did that with Logan. She and I, well, I went on a walk and then I called her and we just chatted and I feel like this is like an extension of that, that we're just, we're on the phone and we're catching up and right now it's just like me and my dad in the house and he's sick and I'm in the mood to chat. So I figured basically I'm just like calling you guys. So how's it going? Hope y'all are good. Um, today was my third day of work and so I wanted to update you guys and just tell you how that went because like yes last episode or like two episodes ago I told you that I was starting work and so I have and I'm just telling you about it. So also when you listen to this I'll have been working for like two weeks but this is the quick little update and I'm not gonna like give you specifics on where I work and when I do just I'm you can like find that online but I feel like for sake of anonymity and privacy like I don't need to give that out and just like I don't I don't know this is like my own thing and I don't want it to be like connected to the company for any reason by matching their name so whatever point is this is my third day of like big adult I'm a big girl I'm going to work and so far I would say I'm trying to give like a number rating but I'm feeling like nine out of ten and the nine only being that there is a bit of a commute but even then I'm kind of liking my car time it's kind of silly and fun being like I'm an adult and I'm going to work but I can still blast music in the car and have a little party so I'm enjoying that but overall I'm really excited about this environment everybody I've met so far has been really welcoming and nice and just above all I feel really welcomed and respected I've been in environments that have been super toxic and it's really refreshing when you enter an environment where you immediately feel like safe and you're not on edge so overall I'm really excited about this job I think it's gonna be great I think I'm gonna learn a lot and even it's, you know, it's already the third day and I'm happy in terms of a work, you know, and the work life perspective. Um, so that's great. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's not what this episode is about though, because usually today, today's a Wednesday, my whole life, at least as far as I can remember, I started school on in August, in the middle of August, usually on, like, 15th, 16th, 17th, whatever the Wednesday was of August, and that always meant, obviously, going back to school, new routine, new teachers, like, new subjects, and just there's a lot of change at once, and whether or not you're going back to school or you're starting a new job or whatever, it's just sort of I know it's not the technical end of summer, but it feels like the end of summer, it feels like something new and something different which sort of, you know, just, that means change, different and change, and sort of, I think if you listen to last week's episode, Aiden touched on that a little bit about how change is not necessarily bad, it's just a new beginning, and that is something that I want to touch on a little bit today, more so as a reminder to myself, because I think I need that right now, 
and also a little bit because what I'm talking about has to do with studying abroad and things I learned while I was studying abroad, which was the biggest change in my life. And I personally think that I could be talking about study abroad a lot more. So if you rolled your eyes when I'm like, oh my god, study abroad, then I could be talking about it a lot more. So, you know, and I honestly, and I'm going to, and I'm going to talk about it more on the podcast because I don't think I talk about it enough in my real life. And if you know me and you think I do, then I'm telling you I don't because I bite my tongue a lot because I could be like, yeah, when I study abroad in Barcelona, like I could be that person and I'm not. And I know those people and I have a lot of self-control because if you have studied abroad, that's all you could talk about it like hypothetically there's just so much to talk about but that was my rant anyway I want to talk about the things that I wrote to my future self about what I had learned and basically I'm just kind of gonna read you my journal which lucky you guys that's like super intimate but I read through these a little bit I haven't exactly vetted these but I can't imagine I said anything basically I think everything that I said was very applicable to a lot of people in a lot of situations and just wanted them as a little bit of a reminder to myself while I'm going through this change of routine and sorry like have the hiccups sorry who shocked but anyway um I just think it's important for right now like what I talked about why we are going through seasons of change it's August whatever so without further ado I'm gonna read you my journal, and this is just my travel journal, so basically my friend Gabby, she told me I should keep a journal while I was abroad and talk about the, like, every day write something that I loved and something that I learned, and I sort of did that for the beginning, and this whole journal has, like, so many different things, but this is just the specific section that I wrote to myself, and I said, as I approach my last two weeks here, I think it's important I write down some things I've learned that I want to remind myself while I'm home. And so these are those things. So get ready. Actually, before we do, we're going to take a little break. Okay, now we're back. Alrighty, so I'm looking at it. Okay, we're starting with, they're numbered, okay? Number one of things I learned abroad. You just had the most amazing experience of your life. There's more out there than what you've seen all your life. Keep exploring. Remind yourself about what you just did. So, that feels like hyper-specific to study abroad, but how I see that is, like, I feel like in life we do really amazing things as individuals and we don't give ourselves credit for it. And that was something, that is something I do a lot where I'm, like, people tell me, they're like, oh, that was awesome you did that. I'm, like, oh, well, I did it. So, like, it can't be that awesome. You know, I think that we sort of dull our own successes and we don't celebrate them as much as we should because we've already done it and we're like, well, it can't be that hard because we did it. So, take that as making sure you celebrate your own successes and know that, like, you're allowed to do that and that you are amazing and that there are things that you might think are easy or normal or typical that most people aren't even capable of. So, that's a reminder to reflect on that. (laughs) All right, two, take people for who they are. Don't try to make someone into something they aren't or fault them for that. 
Some friends are travel friends, some are concert friends, and some friends aren't, and that is okay. I think for me, I definitely, I don't know, I love my friends. I think friends are so important, and I pride myself on how I cultivate my friendships, and it's not about, it's definitely not about quantity. It's always about quantity, and okay, clearly here I meant quality. I try to make that a priority, but I think sometimes we can have expectations for the people in our lives that aren't necessarily fair, and you have to know that they're not just your friend, they're their own people, and that is a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but I think it's an important reminder. Next, this is in all caps, and I have four exclamation points. Change is not bad. Change is inevitable, and the only consistent thing in this world. Treat it as a new adventure. Life can't happen in a vacuum. So, like I said earlier, change is something that I think I... No, wrong. I was extremely afraid of change, and to a point where I feel like my family would make fun of me, but whatever. I was terrified. I wouldn't say... I'm regardless, I was going to go in to be like, I'm a really anxious, fearful person. Like, when I was a kid, I was afraid of everything. I don't like horror movies, but whatever. Change scared the shit out of me. I couldn't hang on to it. I didn't understand it. I was like, everything is perfect now. Why do things have to be different? And in my mindset, I'm like, if it's perfect now, it's never going to be perfect again. And studying abroad and for four months was the scariest thing and the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my whole life, and I didn't really face it until I was just about to leave, that I was like, oh my god, I am moving to another country, I don't know the language, and I know one person, and I'm gonna come home, and I'm gonna have no friends, and I know that that's a crazy thing to think, because you just, like, you say it out loud, and you you're like, oh, obviously that's not true, but I felt like my friend group was splitting apart, and I was going to come home, and either no one was going to be friends with each other, and it was just going to be me, or I was just going to be alone, and they would have all these experiences without me, and I was going to just come in and be totally lost, and I was scared, but I did it, and I left, and it was the best four months of my entire life. And I know that that's cheesy and I know everyone says that and I'm sorry, but it's so true and I will never, like, I will always stick by that. That I learned so much about myself and that would have only happened if that big change happened. I was so worried that because I was so happy that at, like, at UGA, at junior year, like, I was so happy. I felt so happy and so secure in all my friendships and my classes and my major and I felt good about myself that uh, that going abroad was going to ruin it because I had everything right there but it instead gave me so much more and I think that's really what taught me that change is not bad and it's still allowed to be scary and you're still allowed to feel like the unknown is like nerve-wracking but if you can come back to the fact that it's not bad and that it's offering you something different you just might not know what it is yet then it makes it not as scary. Anyways, moving on. Sort of back to the friend thing. 
friends are not always meant to be lifelong, in parentheses, and that is okay. <laughs> life, once again, life does not happen in a vacuum. How can you expect friends and relationships to stay the exact same? Appreciate them for what they are and the moments they exist. Don't force them into being something it's not. Appreciate, but don't romanticize slash idealize. And again, that's sort of, clearly that was important to me, but like taking people for who they are, I think you miss out on a lot of friendships when you expect every friend to be everything to you or when you expect past friendships to be the same as they were and as intense and awesome and like, I don't know, so constant in your life as they were at one point, but that's just not real and I think we tend to idealize the past whether it's friendships relationships whatever that you look back it's easy to look back and forget the times that were hard but if you just take it for what it is and what that friendship is to you at the time then I think you'll be a lot happier and you won't put as much pressure on those kinds of relationships like friendships and stuff next one this one is underlined. <laughs> Stay true to yourself. Do the things you want to do. Invest your time in things and people you want to invest in and leave out all the bullshit. I'm so crazy. Anyway, I truly believe that though. That is something that I think abroad solidified for me. That I was like, I am only here for a short amount of time. I'm going to do everything I want to do. This is a time in my life to be selfish. I get to have these experiences. I get to be here. So I'm going to make it for me. And that's not in a way to mean like fuck everyone else and what they want to do. Like I'm going to do me. But it is to say like, okay, if someone else is busy and you want to go do something, but you're worried about going by yourself, just go fucking do it. Like I went and sat and ate by myself all the time. And I still do that now like, even in Athens, and I love it, because it's, like, if I want this right now, I want a breakfast burrito from Dondero's right now, and I don't really feel like waiting around, or I've just left yoga, and I don't want to wait and call a bunch of people, like, I'll just go sit by myself, and anywhere I want to do, if I want to go on a walk, or I want to do something, and I can do it by myself, like, just do it, you know, and don't invest time in things that you don't find to be valuable. Yes, there are times where you have to be able to be, comp you have to compromise, and that's just life, but there are other times where you shouldn't have to compromise, and if you don't want to go out one night, and everyone else is, but you're really not feeling it, then, like, don't fucking go, like, don't, or if there are people who you feel obligated to be with, but you're, like, they don't really, quote, fill my cup, and they're not really doing a lot for me and I don't need to go like be okay saying you know what I can't sorry and I think that is something that I'm still learning but knowing that I I need to invest in the things that are important to me like travel that's something I want to keep doing I'm going to live my life in a way that continues to make that a priority or the same people a priority and so that's what I feel like staying true to yourself is anyways Moving on, this is number six, just in case you were curious. I think I told you that they're numbered. Oh my god, there's 13. Strap in, you guys. It's gonna get crazy. <laughs> you can do anything you put your mind to. You are capable. You have to navigate yourself. No. You've navigated around Europe and traveled to London all by yourself. Don't worry. You will work through anything thrown your way. Stay adaptable. And I 
think this applies to so many people. I said this a little bit before, and I probably repeated myself in some of these things, but clearly they're important enough to be repeated. But that being said, if you tell yourself it is, then it will be. Like, if you say, you know, I, I can move to this new state, I can start this new job, I'm so fully capable, like, your potential is so much bigger than you realize, and I don't care if you don't believe it, like, I'm telling you it's true, because there is always something inside of you that's gonna tell you that you're not good enough, or gonna tell you that you shouldn't reach for more, and that you're not, it's not necessary, or it's not worth it, or it's too much time, or you can't do it, and you just can't listen to it, like, you just can't listen to that voice, and that doesn't, that voice doesn't really go away, but it's the power that you give it, I mean, even starting this job, like, I, I know I'm qualified for this job, I've had college experience, I've done well in my classes, I loved what I've been doing, like, I know I'm gonna be good at this, but if you had asked me, like, years ago, or if you had asked me, honestly, probably months ago, I would have been like, no, I can't do this. I can't get up every day, go to a job, and deal with, like, real people and whatever. Like, I wouldn't have been able to say that I can do that, but I know that I can. And because I, like, I don't know. I hope that that makes sense to you, and if there's something in your life that you're feeling like you're not sure about or if you can't do it, you're never gonna know unless you try. And the worst thing that can happen is that you fail. And it sounds so scary, but once you get in your head that failing isn't the end of the world and you can get back up, then it's okay. Like, if for some reason this job doesn't go the way that I think it's gonna go and it doesn't go well, that is okay. And I know I'll bounce back because not everything has to work out, but you can do anything you put your mind to, even if that sounds contradictory. So, yeah. If you think about everything in your life, the hardest things in your life you've gone through or you've gotten through and you're still here because you're listening to this podcast and I tell myself that every day when something is hard I'm like think about the hardest time you've been through like the worst physical pain you felt you've gone through it and so you can do this next thing anyways next number seven <laughs> keep loving yourself studying abroad made me realize how proud to be the person how proud I am to be the person that I am. I'm not perfect, but I love who I've become, and it says don't lose sight of that. Don't lose sight of that. That, I feel like, is something I learned while being in London. I went by myself, and I just had the best time with myself. Like, I, I don't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast or not, but just being able to hang out with myself was so empowering and made me realize that I like the person I am. Like, I like hanging out with me. I entertain myself, like, in my brain. I got a lot going on. And that made me realize that I'm, like, I, if you, I think I did talk about this, that loving yourself and liking yourself are two different things, and I think you need to like yourself. But I, found abroad where I was like, I'm so proud of myself for doing this and where I've become that, like, you're badass and you're allowed to, like, compliment yourself and feel good about it. So, that's, take that with what you will and I hope you apply that to your own life. Next, next thing. Live a little on the edge. Sometimes, wait, what? Okay, (laughs) there's a comma. 
live a little on the edge sometimes. Nothing is really ever that serious. Life actually is far too important to be taken seriously. That's an Oscar Wilde quote that my dad says all the time, and that was my senior quote. Life's too short to be taken seriously. Anyway, or far too important, excuse me. It's so crazy. This is the first time in my life that I'm actually able to internalize and live out the things I tell myself to be true, like talking to people or taking people for who they are. Keep at this. Which, I don't know if you can tell that my inner monologue is clearly like, holy shit, like, we're becoming the person that we are. I feel like that was a very meta, like, internal moment for me. I'm literally reading this for the first time, like, since I wrote it. So, if I stumble a little bit, that's why. But, yes, I'm, like, remembering myself saying this. And it was the first time in my life I really felt like I was becoming who I was meant to be. And I was actually taking my own advice. And still, sometimes I really don't do that, but other times I'm able to check myself and be like, you know what, this is not what we do, and we're gonna correct our behavior. And almost, like, being able to learn from yourself and, like, actually put that into practice, that is a huge thing, so you should work at that, because it's really helpful. Moving on. Okay, don't dwell. Move on. Keep working on this. You'll get there. Not worth the energy. And I feel like I was someone who I didn't mean to, but I would hold grudges in my head. And I maybe not, would maybe I wouldn't treat the people who I had grudges with or situations. I would maybe wouldn't treat it a certain way, but I would still hold the emotions about those situations. And you don't realize that that actually takes a toll on you, whether it's conscious or not. And I have been consciously working to, like kind of forgive and forget but also just mainly let go and letting go of things and it's that can be really hard for me but it's been really freeing and it just makes me feel a lot lighter and again it's something I'm always working on and it's not a perfect you know not a perfect system of just like oh just move on because that's just not how life works but if there are situations or things where you felt cheated or frustrated or angry or sad and you just hold on to it whenever things remind you of it or it comes up it's just taking your energy away from things that actually deserve it so if you can be conscious of that maybe it'll be easier to release that anger or negative emotion okay next one you have overcome oh this is okay this is what i was talking about before you've overcome every scary and hard thing in your life up to this point you'll do it again You've learned to trust yourself, your capability, and your capabilities. Don't lose sight. And I encourage all of you to have that mindset that no matter where you are in your life, whether you, like, studied abroad or have done a crazy major thing, you've done something in your life that has been this equivalent of hard and scary. Whether you, like, don't compare it to my experiences. Compare it to your own and your own timeline. You've, whether you've gone to college like, that's fucking scary, or you've gone to a a new school, or you've played, I don't know, just something, there's got to be something, reflect, reflect on your life, there's got to be something where you have felt like you're never going to get through it, and then you do, and you are fully capable, you just have to trust that you are, and internalize it, so we already talked about that, but yeah, okay, we're on number 11, we got like three more, keep working on staying out of expectations, your best experiences here have been the ones you least expected. So, I 
read a book in sixth grade called The Phantom Tollbooth, and you might have read it in school, you might have not, but anyways, part of the whole story of the book is that this kid Milo is always bored, and he's like just bored all the time, and everything's mundane, and so then he comes home one day from school, and there's this little car, and then this toll booth that just appeared in his room, and so he takes a little car and goes to the toll booth, and long story short, he ends up in this place, and every location that he enters is a physical manifestation of an emotion or, like, a personification of, like, a mental state. So, example, he'll go, he, they're, like, at one point, they're in the doldrums, which, obviously, it's, like, the doldrums, like, you're sad, but it's, like, you're physically there, like, he's there. So, when he first gets there, he enters expectations or, like, the land of expectations or whatever. And I remember, I don't remember the quote exactly, but one of the quotes was, like, you it's like you will never leave expectations if you don't get rid of them or I need to find the quote but basically it's like you're gonna be stuck in expectations your whole life and you're gonna miss out on the rest of this I mean for them it's like the rest of this journey and all these places he's gonna go see but they're like you can't see any of those places if you don't leave expectations and people get stuck here forever which I think it was part of the I think that was maybe more related to the quote but anyway So, since I read that in sixth grade, that's always been something in my head, and it always stuck with me and spoke to me, but obviously I was, what, like, 12, 13? Like, I I don't think that was, that's a time where there's things that you know to be true, and then there's having the capacity to be able to implement that in your life. So, that's something I've always thought about. But then, clearly, what I wrote here was that I'm able to, like, actually interact, or enact that in my life and live that out and I encourage you to do the same thing because as much as you might innate or inherently develop an expectation so for my job people are like oh what are you doing what are you gonna be doing like I really didn't have a great idea and I didn't fully know but in my head I was I would catch myself every time I would like sort of picture it or try to control the situation I would be like no we're having no expectations and consciously make the effort to, like, mentally stay out of expectations, and same with study abroad, like, it was so out of my reach and understanding that I couldn't even fathom what it was going to be like, so I couldn't even really create an expectation, but I think for a class or a professor or, like, going to meet a friend, like, you might have an expectation sometimes negative sometimes positive regardless it doesn't matter and it will take away from your experience because you're either expecting something negative to happen and you're living with negative feelings up until the thing actually happens or you're expecting something positive to happen you're disappointed so just go in and be open and I know I just spent a lot of time talking about expectations but I literally just had this conversation with someone the other day and I really think it's so important it's one of the most important things I think I've learned in my life up to this point. I understand I'm very young. 22 is super young. I have so much to learn, but if that's something that I would tell my younger self, it'd be like, you were right. So, there we go. Oh, number 12. This one's an easier one. Not so deep. Try to make time for reading. I read a little bit abroad, and I really loved it, so I need to, that's a good reminder for me now, too. All of this is, but 
I'm trying to get into reading a little bit more. And I think now I've started my job. I've read like the last two nights and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel relaxed. So even look, Sydney, who is on the pod, she has started reading and she was never a reader and she's loving it. And I'm so proud of her. So even if you're never a reader, pick up something that you're like, oh, I'm dying to know this story instead of looking it up, just fucking read it in a book. Anyway, last one, which, okay, this one is a little bit specific to abroad, but whatever. Continue to immerse yourself in other cultures. It's the only way to learn, and it's so, so important. I have learned so much about empathy by studying abroad, and I would consider myself to be someone pretty emotionally intelligent. I'm not, can't do calculus, numbers go like way over my head, but I feel like I've always been able to relate to people, and I learned abroad that there are so many things that I was just not able to even comprehend or understand simply because I'm from the U.S. and everything revolves around us, which is, you know, I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's important to note that it's just not only our world, that other people have other experiences, other cultures do things a different way, other, that's really what I'm saying, other cultures do things a different way, whether that's out of, you know, whether that's, like, anything that's not American, like, international, or whether you're in the U.S. and you're, example, you're in a new company and you meet someone and you're like, oh my god, they're so extroverted and I'm a total introvert and I think my, my way is the right way to do things, or they couldn't possibly be qualified because they went to XYZ school, whatever, which is more so about kind of getting rid of expectations, but trying to immerse yourself in the way that other people live because otherwise you're going to live your whole life and whether you realize it or not, you're going to think your way is the right way. And I'm someone who, like, I I think I'm right a lot of the time. I'm going to, like, I'm, I think I'm right. And, other, and I'm not not willing to listen to other people, but there are often times where, like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. And I might not, but that's just who I am. But because going abroad, I've realized that it's really important to see other perspectives and whether you adopt it or not, it's just important to understand. And that's going to help you in business. It's going to help you in life. It's going to help you, I mean, this is life, but like communication and understanding other people. So I know that was repetitive, but yeah, if you haven't studied abroad or you haven't been to any other culture then that is okay. There's still time and it doesn't need to be this crazy expensive endeavor either. Like there, you know, that's a different podcast, but there are ways to immerse yourselves, immerse yourself in other cultures without having to like do what I did. That's like an easy attainable thing. So that was number 13 and uh, lucky number 13, but Thanks for listening, guys. That was really more therapeutic for me just to go and remember those things. And I mean, as much as I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. Like, clearly, I wrote that at a time where I was doing really well and becoming, I might be using this wrong, very like self actualized. That I was like, I know who I am and I'm becoming that person. That's so Galloway of me. They were like, find out who you are and become that person. And that's so damn true. So yeah, figure out who you are, become that person, and it's not linear at all, like, I will be so 
so honest, I'm definitely going through a period right now where I feel like I'm losing my identity a little bit, and it's a really scary experience, and a lot of that is because I am in a completely new physical environment. I feel like my body's changing. I feel like my friendships are changing, like, which, again, change is not bad, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm trying to practice what I preach, but I'm feeling like I'm losing my sense of self and the things that make me really happy aren't totally present in my life right now. And, you know, all that to say that I know that that's not permanent. Like, I'm really confident in the fact that that is not a permanent feeling, that my identity is going to come back to me, and it's not a passive process, but I know it's not, I know it's not the end, you know, like, I'm going to figure it out, and I think that's why I'm not so, like, oh my god, I'm, like, lost my fucking identity, this is scary, because that's how I feel a little bit inside, but I think because I've got all of these things backing me, that I'm, all of these tools, all of these little tidbits of advice, my secure self, like, put down for a time like this, and I trust her, like, I trust me, and I, there was, for those of you who don't know, I was student body president of my high school, and so my VP and I, we made a speech at the end of, or, like, a graduation, and his speech was what he, the advice that he would would have given to his younger self, and mine was, I had actually found a different journal from when I was my junior year of high school, and I found it while I was cleaning out a drawer before college, and clearly before graduation, and all of it had this whole list of things of, that I need, that I was telling myself, and I didn't even remember writing it, but it was, like, everything I needed to hear at that moment, and my younger self was so wise, so, like, good for her, you know, there's definitely a lot of advice that I would give her, and she doesn't know everything, but she kind of had her shit together a little bit, so good for her, um, (laughs) yeah, anyway, um, I don't remember where I was going with that, but that was just a fun little story that I, like, found this journal, and it was literally, like, me from the past talking to me from the future, and that's what this was, too, and that can be really helpful. Similar to, like, you can do this thing on CoStar where it's, like, you can write yourself a note to the future, and it'll, like, circulate through CoStar and, like, come back to you when you need it. I sometimes do that on my notes, too, if I'm, like, okay, this is important, you need to remember it, like, you just had this epiphany which sometimes, that's not really what those other writings were. I guess this one was. I don't know. Anyway, I'm sort of losing my train of thought. It's kind of been a long day, if you can't tell, um, but I love you guys so much. So much luck in your new chapters of your life or continuing your current chapter. I'm so proud of all of you, and I know some of you are my good friends who are listening and are starting awesome chapters in your life, and that might be work or law school or whatever, and to quote Kelsey Kreppel, which, just go listen to her podcast, because I'm going to reference it and you're just not going to understand it unless you go listen to her. She's awesome, but I don't know if I've told this on here before. Basically, if I have, it's worth repeating that she, Kelsey Kreppel, lover, she was a preschool teacher, she's not, like, an influencer or personality, whatever, but she was a preschool teacher, and she would all the, always tell the kids, instead of, I'm so proud of you, you should be so proud of yourself, or I hope you're so proud of yourself, 
and that's just to come from, like, your own intrinsic self-worth versus, like, looking for external validation, and I say that now because I felt like that's something that I needed to learn, that I took so much from external validation, so don't take me being proud of you as, you know, end-all be-all. You should really be so proud of yourself, and I hope you all, I hope you all are. I really do. Anyways, this episode coming to an end um, in such a long-winded way, but once again, I love you all, and I really appreciate all of your support, and good luck, and I'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.